Uh, welcome back to the Alchemist News Network, presented by the Anime Alchemist. My name is Emery. My name is Gary. It is episode five of the Alchemist News Network. Appreciate you guys tuning in for all your weeb industry um, news related to all manga, anime, everything nerd, really. And Gary, I believe you have some quite a bit of hot news for us today. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And you guys can always catch it every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Drops out on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. You can also watch it on YouTube, Anime Alchemist Podcast. In the Alchemist News Network playlist. Make sure you guys check out my TikTok, MVJoro, and check out my clapper, Emery, sorry, Sensei Emery, and my YouTube at Sensei MV. Uh, check out my TikTok at Grishma. Check out my YouTube and my clapper at Grishma Senpai. And you can always check out the uh, podcast TikTok at uh, the Anime Alchemist Podcast. Make sure you guys tune into our Discord for uh, updates on the podcast, uh, updates on everything we're doing in here, you know, big news coming. Wink, wink. Also, check out our merch. We do have... Oh, wait, am I wearing... Oh, I, I'm, I am wearing some... Uh, never mind. I took this off. We do have merch. We have some really comfy shorts. Uh, we have really nice jackets. And then we do have the Chronicles of Anthony still out and available. And if you guys would just like to support the podcast in any way, uh, we do have a Patreon. You guys can check it out. And if you want to get involved in discussions with our community and people who like anime like us, go ahead and check out the Discord. Now, Mugi, are you ready to get into it? <clears throat> On Monday, Shogakugan announced Yu Saito's Gigi Harem Romantic Comedy Manga gets a TV anime. Okay. So it's interesting because the manga was first posted on Twitter. Like, he posted it on Twitter in 2018, and it's just gotten a ton of likes. What? And then they started putting it in Monthly Shonen in 2019. So he posted it on Twitter in 2018, and then in 2019, they officially put it in Monthly Shonen. That's fucking so sick. Like, bro, the, the <laughs> internet is nuts. Like, yeah, just I'm just going to post this on Twitter until it you know blows up. It's getting an anime now. That's... Huh. That's cool. Who would have known? Twitter was a uh, manga publishing site. I guess. Like it is yeah, now. <laughs> Garnish enough attention. I mean, um, what's his name did it? Hunter uh, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn. Twitter and manga go hand in hand. I guess so. <laughs> I get a lot. I get a lot of news from Twitter too. Fair enough. All right. Oh, bro. Okay. Okay. Star Wars Visions Volume Two has officially been revealed. They they dropped a trailer for it. They dropped a trailer for it, and it's different this time. The first one was like a bunch of um, Japanese studios, mm -hmm. and it was mainly in Japan, right? This one, it's going to be voice acted by an international cast. Oh. So worldwide. Okay. Right, from all over the world. And it's also going to be animation from around the world, from studios just around the world. Oh, damn. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, and okay. So it's releasing on Disney Plus on May the 4th. Holy shit. That's just around the corner. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I they didn't even the know the teaser like this. video, bro. Damn, they did that like in secret. 
It's, I, I'm I'm so hype. Yeah, for real. Because man, that first season was the shit. It was. It was awesome. And 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 you know, it's gonna be kind of the same thing. Nine different stories, right? But it's you know, different nine different studios, styles and nine and different countries. Probably. Oh yeah. Oh damn. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I can't look forward. I can't wait to look forward to that. I can't wait to look forward to that, motherfucker. It's gonna be here soon. I know. It's around the corner. No, it's gonna. We're gonna blink and we're gonna be. It's, it's out. It's, it's all good. It's gonna be all over your TikTok. I guarantee it. So you know how we've been talking a lot about like different, different companies like starting to start their own come company. out with like mangas and start licensing them and putting them out on apps and stuff. Yeah. Comic-Key is adding 19 new manga titles and seven new webtoons to their catalog. Oh, holy shit. That's a lot. They are exclusively localizing uh, and distributing titles from Shogakugan, Square Enix, and Hakenshencha. I don't, I don't know how that's pronounced. Um, so series like Vermilion Gold... Oh damn! And reincarnated prince becomes an alchemist. Are gonna be on there. So, just more. Ah, damn! I don't know how. Like, I'm excited. Uh, I was checking something earlier too. I downloaded it. I want to see if oh, it's free. Oh really? Oh shit! Okay. Damn. Oh, this is already out and everything. <clears throat> yeah, it's an app. Gotcha. Okay. What's some other oh. titles that are on there? Looks, it's got some spicy looking stuff on here too, bro. <laughs> okay, so I guess the way it works is like there's free chapters, mm-hmm. right? And then there's you know you gotta wait longer oh, for that the... release. So like gotcha. premium accounts probably get. gives you immediate yeah, release. Yeah, immediate release. Okay. So kind of like how Shonen Jump yeah operates when it's free. Yeah. Okay. Right. But. Mm. Uh, I there there was actually there's a lot of titles that are on there. Um, I don't I don't I don't know a lot of specific. I mean we can we can look it up. Okay, I mean, training regiments of the world's strongest women, <laughs> the swordsman dubbed the sorcerer of countless swords, imperial bride for mill and gold. The angel next door spoils me rotten. <laughs> my clueless first friend. <laughs> the reincarnated prince becomes an alchemist and brings prosperity to his country. I'm not even an NPC in this Otome game. I've heard about that one. Are you okay with a slightly older girlfriend? Is it my fault that I got bullied? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Homeland dropout. The time I was reincarnated as a fourth enchanter in the entire world. The world is full of monsters, so I want to live as I wish. These are some really fun fantasy-sounding mangas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, that's why I downloaded it. Like, yeah, you know, I love my fantasy shit. Same. Okay. Look, I know. I know a lot of people believe that Isekai is like unoriginal, and I can agree to an extent. It is right. Yeah. One hundred percent. But I still enjoy it because it's fantasy you, setting you can't find those hidden gems unless you go looking you know i mean that's how you, that's how you find the the trash too unfortunately hey, hey, hey sometimes we like trash <laughs> sometimes we like trash mm, trash 
I love trash. Trash, trash, trash. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, I'm probably actually like going there and start checking it out. I used to use webtoons like that. Mm-hmm. You know, now that now that Shonen Jump is a thing, I've more been using that because yeah. I've been reading manga instead of webtoons. But this has both in one place. That's so. yeah, that's pretty innovative. Like, yeah, that's smart thinking, actually. So, yeah. All right, all right. Well, I guess. I guess we'll see if see what comes out of it. If if they like if there's more news about them adding adding more, more titles, more titles, or like who knows, maybe they'll pair with Kodansha. Like there's, oh. there, there's there's a lot of different things. Maybe maybe Shu or not Shueisha Shonen will be like, okay, you know, give you some t- some, some titles. titles, huh? So the director and the co-writer of Evangelion, Hidaki Anno. Has a clean slate for the first time in 30 years. So he, he doesn't have any work scheduled oh. right now for the first time in 30 years. So there's nothing for him to work on, and he doesn't have anything scheduled. Okay. And he's quoted as saying, I've worked so much that I want to take a break. Okay. And he also said, realistically speaking, I'm wiped clean right now. But I do still have ideas. Okay. Okay. So he he hinted that he would like to work on another uh, Cayman Rider film. <clears throat> oh shit! Yeah. So he wants to work on another Cayman Rider film, but right now he's like, I'm I'm gonna take a break. I mean, thirty years, dude. Have you noticed that's like becoming more prominent? More, like big. I know. No, we're seeing that more often. Like. Mangakas are finally getting breaks on mm-hmm. like you know weekly breaks. Some of them are just like I'm done. I'm taking a break. Like my health is suffering. I'm not. Do- I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sacrificing my body for that. I feel like Oda takes even more breaks now. It's I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like I'm seeing positive change. And I think it's more people in the industry are just like putting their foot down. They're like, you know what? I'm done. I feel done like, working working so hard. Do you think like sometime soon, or like I mean honestly really soon, there's going to be kind of like a transition because like a lot of the older higher-ups aren't probably not going to be around much longer. And like, you know, there's going to be a lot of new blood that's going to be coming in and they're going to be part like of that generation that was just like, yeah, man, they got treated like shit. Yeah, let's let's, let's do, not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. Like I feel there like there's gonna be a big power struggle in that like transition here pretty soon. I mean, hopefully hopefully just something positive comes out of it. That's all I want. That's all I want, especially for all the damn manga guys. Yeah, I, I just don't want that the industry to like collapse, collapse in on itself. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You get the people that are like, no, this is how it's always been. It's like, but we got to change. <laughs> the artists that are like, but I can't pay my rent. Oh, I get $1,900, bro. People got to raise. We talked about that last week. Wait, like, they don't make so, anything. They make ass. And, and I don't, I, I don't assume the cost of living is very cheap there. Like probably, probably not. I, and bro, you know what? Excuse me. 
That's why they're, I, I guarantee that's why their health is fucking shit. They're broke as fuck, so they make sure that they can live somewhere, but they eat like crap. That's probably why, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'm just like, drawing all the time. And like, dude, Japanese gas stations are fucking crazy. Like, That's very you can, true. You can get some pretty, like, high-end, like, fast food, I guess, you know, or like convenient food. It's kind of ridiculous, but like at the same time, it's probably still not that healthy. You're making a good point. I've I've seen videos of like Seven Elevens in Japan, and they go crazy. They go fucking crazy. I love watching those videos where like someone who like they open up the the freezer, pull out like the the cup full of ice, go pick a drink, and go pick like a something to go with, and then like once like one snack, and then you watch him make his. His like his tea essentially. I love those videos. And she's like, that's a fucking gas station. Why can't we have some shit like that? That's seven eleven with fucking um ICs. Yeah. Yeah, we have a machine that that pours out flavored thick, ice. Yeah, thick flavored ice. That's the pinnacle. That's our pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you can, now in Texas you can get tacos in most gas stations. The dope part about that is like they're like legit tacos. Yeah, they are legit tacos. If, if you go to the right places. Okay, moving on from the depressing stuff. I hope. No, no this one's this one's pretty cool. So you remember that uh, film that we were talking about a while back, um, the Blue Giant film, the one that's about jazz. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it has earned seven point four eight million. What the? In what? U.S. Or one million yen. Damn. One billion yen. Oh, yeah. One billion. Sorry. Yeah. One billion yen. Holy shit. I, I just got to I just gotta put that out there. But a lot of reviews are saying it's one of those films where either you're going to love it because you're a fan of jazz or you're going to be bored to death. Okay. So, I mean... It very much hinges on the music. A lot of... I I feel like when it comes to, like, the community, they don't respond very well with anime and music. Like, it's a very niche, like, love. I I, I feel like you're you're right about that. Like, One Piece movie read so much. Like, I haven't seen it. But I hear so much shit where people are just like, it was just a fucking musical. It was so annoying. It's not what I was like. It's supposed to be a One Piece movie. And it's just like, the, the like one of the main plot points of this entire show is a idol. What the fuck did you expect? Kind of shit. And then this. And then, do you remember um, um that movie I told you about, Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Music so based. Fucking, so fucking slap on. And, and people, people don't really watch it? No. Hmm. And it was it was a visually a masterpiece. I, I kinda I kinda okay, well not not the visual masterpiece, but it's slept on. This is how yeah. I feel about uh Love Live, bro. People people sleep on it. It's pretty good. Okay, fair, fair. Damn. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head over there? Well, I like Love Live. Have you given it a shot watching it? Yeah. You told me a lot about the movie. Mm. I don't think that's true. Mm. Episode? 
Well, there's multiple generations. There mo- there's. Okay, well, the game was fun. You liked the music. Mom, Dad, can you guys stop fighting? Again, I'm reading the divorce. <laughs> You're not allowed to see him. I get she full visitation right. She said she would take me right. to Disneyland. She lied. <laughs> I want to stay with Dad. Let's see. Oh, man. All right, so there's there's two there's two um, different things that we're gonna talk about with this film, but the new Makoto Shinkai film Suzume, it has earned two point one five million dollars in its opening day on Friday alone. Holy shit! Okay. And it got sixty eight k on Friday from its preview screenings. I mean, yeah, sorry, Thursday on Thursday. So on Thursday they did preview screenings. It made sixty eight k. Sorry, sixty eight hundred. Shit. Okay. Six eight zero 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 zero. So okay, sixty eight hundred thousand dollars on Thursday night, Friday night. It made two point one five million. Shit. And Sony is projecting for it to make five million over the weekend. So apparently, it's really good. Okay. It's even like it's very popular. It's making a lot of money. Uh, Well, the director of Suzume, Makoto Shinkai, he revealed that uh, some of his inspirations for it during Mm -hmm. an interview, uh, he said he wanted to relate his country and his or his and his country's experience from the Great East Japan earthquake and the resulting tsunami. Right, like he he well. In a way, he, he, he was saying that um, American movie cultures and film culture, mm-hmm. he feels like kind of on the outside, like, you know, the same like earthquake tsunami that 2011, the one that like Oda and Luffy donated a shit ton of money. Yeah. To the relief plan. The one, no, this is the one that happened in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, I'm pretty, is that not the same one that um, when it happened? Oda, she, she, Oda she donated like two, two, two billion or two million yen, and then Luffy donated like five, and like that's why they did the statues for him. Yeah, is that the? I'm pretty sure it's a, okay. I think that's the same one then. Okay. And so he wanted like, to- like so he was saying in the um in the American film industry, like you know, it it feels so different for him because like you know it's another country, it's a different culture, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted like. Kind of, kind of stand, stand on his at his own country and and draw inspiration from that. Okay, right. So he kind of portrays from the experience of the you know the Great Japanese or Great Japan earthquake. Mm-hmm. Um. In in the movie, right. So one of the characters goes through a disaster. Well, one of the characters, the struggles that she goes through. Mm-hmm. And the trauma that she has to deal with and move past. It's it's supposed to kind of relate to the people who were affected by the earthquake and the tsunami. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And he he actually like as the movie released, he toured the country and like went and visited to see like what what the feedback was. Cause it's mm-hmm. like it's a 
that sh- it shook the whole country. That was a huge disaster. And seeing like if it being portrayed properly yeah, to and the people... people who actually were affected by it. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's 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 meaningful. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate them. Like and people think empathy. It. Like oh my god. Mm-hmm. Not everybody feels that way, but people Sh- think. It. I mean, yeah, you know, there's probably people that just couldn't really move past it. I'm sure, but then there's definitely the people that are like, thank you. There's probably like the cl- a lot of people I guarantee probably got a lot of closure from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. No, the like there there's a few people who are quoted saying like I don't know why you would make a movie about this. But they also lost loved ones in the tragedy. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. That's sad, but like it's beautiful cuz like I'm glad that somebody's talented enough and like empathetic and open just so like open-minded to something that they can portray such a natural disaster in a way that like it can be uh, what's the, experienced by like like everybody like you know like people who aren't there weren't there you know like it's on the other side of the planet you know we don't we didn't feel it well i mean i'm sure we felt like the earthquake in america but like we weren't affected by it really seeing it it make gives more perspective to the rest of the world and have a little bit more empathy to like what they actually went through mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of like um oh god what my way um you ever seen the 911 movie no <clears throat> there's a 911 movie mm-hmm. it's rough bro mm. it is rough to watch i i really i really just like appreciate the fact that he took the time to go out and like see if people genuinely appreciate it, appreciate it, yeah. right? And then not just that, but he's not afraid to push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. To like come to Hollywood and bring like his Japanese culture and like very much try to push that onto his mo- the movie style like that's that's ballsy i don't think i don't think he's in hollywood he's, oh, he's no? definitely no he's in japan oh gotcha but, okay okay okay, okay. For, for him to i mean that's what he's competing against and stuff yeah yeah and and he's like you know how i was saying um that miyuzaki like was an innovator he he mm-hmm. really was experimental he did a lot of stuff and like he was always changing the game with every movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he might be our generations, bro. Oh, yeah, and and, and that's one of his inspirations too. So pretty pretty cool. Okay. Jesus fuck. <laughs> yeah the the Super Mario Brothers movie has become the highest grossing film in 2023. It's earned. Five hundred and eight point seven million dollars worldwide. That's fucking like good for them, but God, that is a gross amount of money. Like, ah, uh, when did it come out? Last week, right? I think. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. And like we were talking about the box office and how much it made. Yeah, just in America. Week. Yeah, yeah. So, I, 
Yeah, I think it's been like probably probably nine days, a little over a week. Um, I you might just appreciate this. There's like a little Easter egg in it, where I think it's like Mario's uncle, grandpa, father, somebody, right? It's just a sweet small little cameo, but the voice for that person is the actual video game, like. It's a me, my. Oh my God, really? Yeah, that's awesome. And he has just a little bit in there, and I'm pretty sure he like he like for like a split second he goes, "Let's go." Oh, and it's just like, oh, damn, that's a, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we want to go see it. I I want to go. See it. I haven't we, seen it yet, bro. We want to go today. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. The Super Mario Brothers original theme, uh, known as Overworld theme. Mm-hmm. It's being inducted into the U.S. National Recording Registry. What? The song was chosen among 25 other songs, including John Legend- Lennon's Imagine and Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. So, like... So, it's like, it's like, it's it's doing big shit, bro. <laughs> it's basically like a a archive of, like, audio masterpieces that humanity wants to keep recorded and preserved gotcha and it was inducted into that the mario theme yes i'm pretty sure you can look up the overworld theme real quick and make sure but oh my god that's some of the funniest shit if that's true yeah oh yeah the classic the classic so they've just a Agreed. Like this is a pivotal piece of mankind, of human history. History, like, and the way we need to preserve this. Yes. <laughs> I hope just hundreds of years from late now, they're just like, huh, this is a, uh, this is catchy but annoying. What? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know like, I listen hope- to it and be like, wow. But there's like no trace of like Mario the video game. Like, did you hear those drops, bro? <laughs> They're just like, you know, this would be a great sound for a game. <laughs> like, how would that that I feel like there would have to be like if they're recording this into that archive. There has to be information about where it's coming from and right. why it's important. They should turn around and like secure it with like a, like a 64 or like, you know, something where like, you know, you have something to play it on and here's the copy of the game. <laughs> play this. You'll get it. <laughs> like, what is this? What is this little? Uh... <laughs> it's all connected to all wire and shit. It's just like, what? In the Ancient world? technology. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, okay, bro. This is this was really cool. I, I didn't know this was a thing, but there's a one of ki- one of a kind Yu-Gi-Oh card out there mm-hmm. that was re- created um, for for a kid who was in the. Well, he had cancer. Okay. You know, oh, so he was in he was the. Die, um, it was a Make a Wish Foundation, and his wish was to have a Yu-Gi-Oh card, like for him to make an official Yu-Gi-Oh card. Uh-huh. Right? And only one was ever printed. And they gave it to him, of course. Right? And he designs it after Trunks from, from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, right? that's... It looks very, I think I've seen this. Right? It's being auctioned off. It's going to be starting to auction on the 19th. 
April 19th, right? And it's going till I think the 27th of April. Uh-huh. He's he's auctioning it off. The card is called like the the monster card. Uh-huh. Is Tyler the Great Warrior. You know, in I his know. name. Yeah, his yeah, name, yeah. You know, 300 attack, 1500 defense, and then uh <sighs> it's special ability or special effect like you can't special summon it. But its special effect is any monster that you destroy with that card, whatever its attack was, it will deal that that to the life points of your opponent. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a, pretty dope. It's pretty okay, dope. I'm it's one it. of a kind. That's what's yeah, that's cool. I um I saw um the other day somebody had like ordered this, but you can get like the anime like like an authentic style Yami deck, but like it looks like Yami's cards in the game in the show so like it doesn't have like the swirl on the back it's you know the plane with the dot and then like like it has just the picture and the and the attack and the defense like just exactly how it looked in the anime that's how there's old oh that's cool i know i saw that and i was like damn that's might actually have to get those yeah i don't know that's like if that's official merch like that sounds like a like a grail item to kind of have. See, that's the that's the sketchy part. It's like, is it official? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay, so this is this is a little, little bit controversial. I feel like. Um, oh, this is okay. I yeah. like this. Assassination Classroom, the manga. F- the manga for Assassination Classroom is being removed from Florida and Wisconsin school libraries. Right. First of all, I didn't even know that manga was in school libraries. Yeah, yeah, they like they have them like they have like web portal access to oh. like online mm-hmm. libraries through mm-hmm. the school too, right? That and, makes sense. and they can read manga through there too. So like our school system promotes reading. Fair. Okay, fair. So like they you know, that's the whole point of the library. They put manga in there. I mean, Death Note used to be in our library when I was in high school. That's fucking cool. I kind of regret not ever like going to see if there was any manga in my school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, there was, there was there was manga in the library. Huh. There wasn't a lot, but there was. Typically, the big titles. Damn it! <laughs> He's like, I missed out from a young age. Yeah, what I the did. fuck? I really fucking did. <laughs> uh, maybe you would have started reading manga earlier. I probably. <laughs> well, after complaints from parents and. Uh, groups mm-hmm. like they don't even specify so i'm just assuming there's like a bunch of different groups that made a complaint bunch of about PTA parents yeah, probably but they made a complaint about it and they they asked for it to be removed so teachers would feel safer and it's so it's also being challenged in north carolina to be removed right jennifer pippin the chair of indian of the Indian River County chapter of Moms for Liberty, mm-hmm. she's quoted saying, we don't want students to think it's okay to kill their teachers. So, okay, okay. I was, I'm not going to lie, for a minute there, I was really struggling to find the point of why they would remove it. I'm like, okay, yeah, like there's a lot of violence, promotes like killing and stuff like that. Uh, and there, then I realized... There's literally kids tr- with guns... Mm-hmm. In the classroom, being yeah. trained on how to kill, and like, dude, in this current this, this current, current climate, like, 
with all the school shootings we are actually wow. having in America, it makes sense that they're getting rid of it, right? But it's also kind of a slippery slope because, like, then how what, – what, what exactly – like, where do they draw the line? Are they just going to be like, ah, if it's violent at all, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I see the, okay, I see the appeal for this one. Like, okay, honestly, I. It makes not, sense. I, I, it yes, makes it sense. Makes like, sense. they're 100%. doing they're doing something right. Like, it, it, these are kids. They, it, In hindsight, I mean, there's better shit they, should, they could be reading anyways. Okay, true. The, but these are kids, right? Mm-hmm. They're not fully developed. They're, no, they're, they're not. They're still, like, they're they're very still learning. Yeah, they're very impressionable. They could have a distorted sense of reality. Yeah. Right? But it is also up to the parent, I feel like, to guide them, mm, yes. pay attention, that is and also another... know what their child is consuming. 100%. 100%. But... So, like, as a blanket fix, it doesn't work. But, like, this is, this is good, yeah, I guess. I guess. Because they're doing it with good intentions. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Oh, we just need to get rid of this because uh, we we don't like it. Like, there's a reason behind it, but it's also a slippery slope because you don't yeah. know how far it's gonna go. Yeah, then they can start being like, "Oh, we we're gonna pull, you know, Naruto because you know it, you know, he has a, a demon inside of him, or you know, <laughs> maybe from a Christian school." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Who knows? I mean, like, oh, oh, I mean, hopefully. Pull Chainsaw Dragon Ball. Man. It promotes fighting. <laughs> hopefully, Chainsaw Man it ain't, ain't no, it ain't, ain't, ain't in no library. Mm, I okay, wait, 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 wait. What, what are some? Of, what are some of the the mangas that you put out there for your <laughs> give a book, take a book? Um, Comey can't communicate. Um, my hero. Okay, see, see, if those if those were in the library and then got took out, it'd be kind of like, damn, that sucks, mm-hmm. right? But also, um, Attack on Titan, Kaiju number eight, um, I totally just put a Chainsaw Man one in one. JJK. Oh, JJK. Yeah, that's another one. Huh. Uh huh. <laughs> just just a little bit of news. They dropped a video. Um, so the Sandland anime film dropped a new short teaser video uh they actually streamed it on thursday so damn we got the link for it berserk is releasing of the manga volume and their uh most recent manga volume coming out and they're bundling it with a special figure of guts that's fucking cool only in japan that sucks don't be a cheap fuck support the official release Support the podcast on all those major podcasting sites. Nah, for real though. Like, actually, support it from the official sites. Like, subscribe, turn those notifications on. Let us know what we need can do to be better. You know, leave a review. Please leave a review. Please. I just want to see somebody else leave, leave a review. That's all I really want. Okay. Like always, Alchemist out. Alchemist out. Mm.